You're listening to the Hustle Her Podcast, episode number 14. About a month ago, I made the decision to leave Windsor and move to Toronto. For the past, I want to say six years, I've wanted to call Toronto home, but I've always let my circumstances dictate that outcome. I let my relationships with people deter me from following my dreams. I used money or lack thereof, as an excuse. I had an overwhelming amount of self-doubt, which ultimately kept me from making the decision at all, despite always wanting it in my heart. As of today, I've been in the city for about a week, and I've already learned so much. This episode is going to walk you through how I made the decision to uproot my life, what steps I had to put in place in order to make it happen, and what top five things I learned during my first week living here. I have a feeling you're going to be shocked at some of these. Let's get to it. You're listening to the Hustle Her podcast, and I'm your host, Kirsten Perry. I help young female entrepreneurs turn their passions into profit-building businesses. From marketing for your niche to partnering with your ideal clients, I'm here to help and so are some of my fellow girl bosses. So grab a coffee, sit back, relax, worry about the hustle later, and let's get to it. A month and a half ago, I was in a relationship with this incredibly amazing guy. He was kind and smart and loving. I wouldn't change a single thing about him. But I was changing, I was growing, and I knew I had to listen to my intuition. Do you want to know what it was saying? Change is coming and you need to embrace it alone. I had this gut feeling that told me it was time to close that chapter of my life and start focusing inward. So I did. Naturally, after the breakup, I knew I needed to follow my heart for me this time. I talked to my friend Sierra. My goodness, I believe her name comes up in every single episode on this podcast. (laughs) But I said to her, see, I think I want to go to Toronto. She turned to me and said, okay, and go. Before I knew it, I had found a place I worked things out with my Windsor clients to make sure I could still take care of them. I made some appointments with my accountant and my financial advisor. I made arrangements to bring all of my things up, and I reallocated my budget. I made some calls, fought through some decisions, and that was it. I was moving to Toronto. Damn, it was really that easy. In all honesty, it happened so fast, I forgot to tell my parents. I just made the decision on my own, got rid of my money blocks, and voila, I'm now a Torontonian. Or however you say it. (laughs) I've been talking to friends a lot lately about living in alignment and how to know when you are. For the first time in my life, I feel excited for the future, without worrying about it not being exactly what I had planned. I've let go of my constant need to have everything figured out, and instead I've put my trust in the universe, knowing that it's going to guide me where I need to go. 
Well, how do you know when you're in alignment? That's easy. Everything feels right. And trust me, you will know when it's right. As I sit here at a Starbucks on Front Street with these massive buildings surrounding me, I I feel at home. I am aligned and I never want to live my life any other way. Now, it's only been a week since I've lived in the city, but I feel like I've learned so much already. So I'm going to break down the top five things that I've learned, I guess, in this past week. Number one, making connections is easier, but competition is definitely higher. In the Toronto market, it seems like everyone is trying to start their own business or is in the same entrepreneurial space as you. Windsor perks include only having a handful of people as direct competitors, and you're kind of a big fish in a small pond. But Toronto is a whole different ocean. I've met so many amazing people here so far. However, you must have something about you that will make you stand out from your competitors. Something that will give you a competitive edge. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm looking forward to picking the brains of people who have made it here in Toronto. But I also approach relationships here in a different way. With a guarded conscience. It might seem like people have your best interest at heart. But sometimes all they want is what's best for them. You have to be alert. And do not let yourself get taken advantage of. Number two, a new budget is necessary and make sure you bring your willpower with you. I don't know about you, but I love eating out. It's a problem, actually. In Windsor, I was constantly stopping for lunch somewhere. But Toronto? No, this is a whole different story. There are literally new restaurants around every single freaking corner. The temptation is so real. So real. Now, before I made my move, I adjusted my budget and also told myself that I had no option but to stick to it. It's no question that Toronto cost of living is higher. Full disclosure, I pay $9.50 a month for my rent. And that's an expense I didn't have before. So naturally, changes had to be made. On my first day, I found the closest, cheap grocery store, allotted myself one coffee a day, and kept eating out at a restaurant to one day a week. Let me tell you, it ain't easy. Not in the slightest. I did vow, though, that I would never go to the same coffee shop or restaurant twice, so that I could keep my options open and always be trying new things. So let's see how that goes. Coming to Toronto, I knew I didn't want to create money blocks for myself. Stressing about money only leads to a separation from money. I'm trusting that money will come, I'll be able to afford this new life long term, and that, of course, success will come. Thus far, it's worked, and I know that everything will fall into place. Number three, comfort over fashion. The Toronto commute is something else. And if you live downtown, you are literally walking everywhere. For me, 
I absolutely love walking, but that also means that heels every day just won't cut it anymore. I have to protect my poor feet. My wardrobe has adjusted to one of comfort instead of fashion. And yes, of course, I still aim for being fashionable, but at the end of the day, I choose flat boots over my signature wedges. And if I really want to commit to the wedges, I pack them in my bag to change later. Number four, opportunity lurks around every corner. There are events happening constantly in the city. Conferences, concerts, sporting events, networking luncheons, you name it, Toronto's got it. And these events are a perfect opportunity to meet people, make connections, and ultimately do business. Although this is true, you have to be willing to put yourself out there. If you don't ask for what you want, you'll never get it. If you don't reach out to people, you won't meet people. I feel like this applies to anywhere you try and do business, but even more so here in Toronto because of the sheer number of people you see on a daily basis. I'm slowly but surely learning to just go in for the ask. Just chase what I want, just send the damn message. I don't have time to just sit around and wait for opportunity to come knocking on my door. I have to create the opportunities myself and then knock down the whole damn door. Number five, if you're feeling uninspired or you lack creativity, work in a space that fosters inspiration and creativity. Sometimes when we work in a creative space, we can fall into a rut where we don't get inspired to create the work we used to love. This is completely normal, and if you're anything like me, the space you work in can have a huge impact on your ability to do work. Creative work. For me, I made the move to Toronto, and since I've been here, I've been so inspired. Inspired to work hard, hustle for my goals, make connections. Now, (laughs) this does not mean you have to move to a completely different city, but it does mean you might need a change of scenery. Try working from a different coffee shop. Find a new co-working space. Move to a different room in your house. Relocate your desk closer to a window. Get yourself outside. Whatever it takes for you to get inspired, do it. I've been in a creative rut. I've stopped making podcast episodes before. I've lacked writing on my blog before. I've stopped reading before. You start to fall out of love with the career you've built in the first place. Sometimes all it takes is for you to move to a space that puts you outside of your comfort zone and encourages encourages you to create beautiful things. And that is a wrap on this episode of Hustle Her, ladies, and of course, some of you gents out there. It has only been a week here in Toronto and I am so happy. I am home. I will continue to spend my time here with an open mind and an open heart, open to new opportunities, open to new connections, honestly, just open. As I continue to learn and grow, I will continue to share what I've learned with you. We've got plans to interview some stellar guests here in the Toronto area, 
and you're going to want to hear their stories. We've got big things in store. But in the meantime, stay optimistic, stay curious, stay challenged, get inspired, get real, get true. We'll talk to you soon.